Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. It's time to bring the orange with one of my favorite returning guests back for a second time, Michael Leeworthy, Director of Flash Array Product Marketing. Welcome back, my friend. We got to hang out last week. It was a blast. Oh, we did. That was It was awesome, wasn't it? It was. And the Seattle weather was pretty good. We had some good partners come out. I mean, what was that like for you? Was that the first event that you actually got to hang out and attend on behalf of Pure? I think you've done one in Atlanta as well, right? Yeah, I did one in Atlanta the week before, which was great. It was uh, my first external presentation, live presentation for Pure. So that was just great. It was exhilarating being in front of partners and talking about customers. You know, there's nothing better. What was it like being back on your feet again? Because I also presented last week at Seattle and, and while it felt a little bit clunky at first, it really felt good. It was nice just to see the reactions on people's faces and kind of see what things land and what things don't land. You know that as a professional presenter, right? But how did that feel? What was that like? Yeah, it was really good. Like uh, a bit like you, a little bit rusty, um, really good over Zoom, but um, in front of um, in front of an external audience. Um yeah, I had to get had to blow the rust off, but got right into it. Yeah, and the good thing about it was uh, like a half an hour met, um, meeting, so uh, presentation, so it was all good. Yeah, yeah. So what was I assume? You know, I chatted with some partners, and there's some really great excitement, and and of course you you cover everything Flash Array. Uh, as well as Fusion, super exciting. Uh, what, what were some interesting comments or feedback or insights when you were chatting with the partner crew? Oh, you know, what What they really loved was the way that we're positioning Excel, mm. you know, because we've sort of positioned our, our X range as performance optimized, but has a, a, a large amount of capacity where Excel were just going after scale, you know, high performance, high, high capacity, focusing on like highly transactional databases and consolidation. So they loved that approach. They loved that we're providing a huge amount of detail about app performance, including IOPS. Like, like people were like, great, I, well, that's what I want to see. Now, to IOPS, to me, like fast cars, they get you into the dealership, they get you excited. Um, and then you jump into, you know, jump into the, uh, the specifications about exactly what you need. And, uh, you know, we, and we wanted to show some of the amazing advantages that we had with Excel, especially around SQL and around Oracle, because we've just, you know, hit the, hit the ground with those uh, performance um, updates. We also talked a little bit about uh, Purity 6.3 as well. And that's, uh, that was super exciting. So it was just really good to see um, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of questions from the audience. It was great. Yeah, partners love to have a, a powerful and scalable array that that goes right to the heart of solving some of those large database problems. And those are, you know, tend to be larger deal sizes and partners are always looking for those. So it's it's great to have that. And I love that you mentioned Purity 6.3 because that's really the main thrust of uh, why I brought you on here. I think it has been a while, well, probably since we announced 6.2 way back when and did kind of a fun series of podcasts around all the different things that were in 6.2. And we want to keep that momentum going and make sure that we cover all the great things that the software team is bringing out with 6.3. Because as much as you just mentioned the raise and the, the scalability and IOPS and all that, like the value comes with what we do in, in storage software and how much that matters. And I'm always blown away, Michael, and you probably see this on a daily basis, just the vast variety of amazing features across security 
data protection, the data reduction rates. There's just so many things. How do you make sense of it all? There's just so much there. I have a fantastic team. (laughs) That helps. That helps. (laughs) They do a great amount of work. But, uh, you know, I I think you just mentioned there, it's all about the software. I mean, software is really where we differentiate. We have phenomenal hardware, best in the business. But when we add software to that, I mean, the marriage is, is, is just truly awesome. And, uh, I think that's what purity is. Purity is the heart of flash array and, uh, the purity six, three just, just extends that so much further. Well, we tend to talk just around the significant releases. So why Mm. in your mind is this a significant dot release for purity? And we'll get into all the different features and I want to kind of geek out on some of those things because that's tons of fun. But um, why is this a significant release? And and if you're out there and you're a user, right, you're a current pure customer and you're super happy and you're on 6.2 or some other version, like, well, why will you care? Like, what, what do they care about in this release? I think these uh, the investments in 6.3 really focus on what Pure is trying to do, get unbelievability in um, a sort of unbelievable simplicity mm-hmm. and unparalleled protection. I know they sound like marketing terms, but I love those terms. The concept is how do we make it even more simple to manage and upgrade your arrays because that was some of the the feedback that we had. Like, I want to be able to get the next features, the dot features, the next upgrades of purity. Um, But upgrading requires, you know, uh, a set of steps, you know, and and dealing with pure, our customers love dealing with pure. And I think our pure support team and engineering teams are wonderful. Our customers and our customers can't say, you know, enough good things about it, but it does mean that you need to contact pure, arrange to do an upgrade on your arrays, arrange that process. And even though that process is smooth, now our customers came back to us and said, you know what? Like we've got phenomenal partners or phenomenal people on board. We would love the ability to be able to do this ourselves as fast as possible. So when the GA happens, when these new purity releases hit the ground, I can upgrade to them straight away without having to even wait. And that was a big piece of feedback. And then I think a, a big reason that people love um, Purity 6.3. Yeah. And it's all about getting that customer feedback and actually hearing what, I mean, we can, we can, you know, plan out and guess and see where things are going and make engineering decisions, but that's where you make your most powerful improvements. Mm-hmm. And I think when I looked at some of those self-service capabilities, the aha moment I had was, you know, maybe seven or eight years ago, we were just selling an array here or there, right? Kind of one one to two SMB space. Now we're selling fleets, right? We're selling fleets. And so when you've got a fleet and you want to do it the way we've always offered it, which is just, you know, well, call support and do that. And we're still going to do that, everybody, right? That's yeah. That goodness isn't going away, but now you're looking at a fleet and maybe there's part of the fleet that you want to do now and some later, you know, when you're an enterprise customer and you just have much more to manage, there's just more flexibility. It's, it's almost like a choose your own adventure, I think, is the way that I kind of think about it in my mind. And was that consistent with the feedback that you were receiving? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's the... Upgrade on your own terms, right? Mm. You know, upgrade on your own or with pure support. As you said, we, that nothing changes. If you want to do, um, uh, you know, some form of upgrade with pure support, absolutely. You initiate a support um, call for an upgrade and that exact type experience remains exactly the way it was, which is a wonderful experience. But I think right now you've got that choice. You can initiate an array software upgrade process without literally contacting pure support. There's one small reach out to say, hey, I'm going to do an upgrade. Um, but now, you know, 
partners. You can use your favorite partner to do an upgrade um, and, and help that out with you. Or if you've got um, a, um, IT support inside, you can actually do that as well. So it, it is really simple now to do a, an upgrade to the latest uh, level of purity um, any way you want. Truly empowering. Yes. Yeah. So how, how does that, I mean, I think we're, we're drawing upon the power of what Pure One does, right? And, and does really, really well. Is there some type of assessment that goes into this to kind of take a look at, yeah, you can upgrade here. Like where's the, where's the intelligence that we're providing the, the users to, to go and, and, and handle this on their own? Absolutely. It's fully integrated into Pure One. So Pure One does the full assessment. Uh, we use our edge security services to ensure that um, all communications are, you know, rock solid, encrypted and secure um, for that sort of bi-directional cloud communication between your Pure One service and your on-premises service and the upgrade um, capabilities as well. Um, and so, you know, the, the thing that we want to do here is enable Pure One to be that fleet management tool that, to not only provide you the AI in you know, configuration, management, sizing, but also now to provide that capability to say, hey, this array is ready to upgrade um, or provide you intelligence of things that you may need to do for that array to uh, put it in a state ready to upgrade. Interesting. Yeah. And it really, as I hear more about it, it really just brings forward what, what Pure One was essentially designed to do is just to, to provide that knowledge and that information to make the best decision that that matches you know your business requirements while still now with this new capability all i see is is time savings all i say is making the processes and i think the best part michael as well is it's still the same uptime from pure right this is all done while staying online with data available so unlike some of our some of our competitors that maybe struggle with that or get a little bit forklifty we're, we're not forcing uh, customers to take any outages here or downtime. They just go no. do it. Online. I mean, it's a foolproof process, yeah. right? Um, and, and that's the way that we wanted, we wanted to make sure it, uh, it happens, make sure that the systems are, uh, you're fully aware and fully comfortable that the system is ready to be um, upgraded, that that is fully managed through the process, either, you know, from a self-service partner perspective or through Pure. And uh, at the end of the uh, end of the tunnel, everything goes back to the way you expected, but now with a, a bunch of new capabilities. That's fantastic. Uh, you mentioned security, and now we're on the on the topic of uptime. So I want to I want to pivot. You know, clever segue, maybe, kind of here. Uh, but to I guess first, just a statement around replication. You know, when I joined Pure in 2017, I think that was around the time that that uh, Active Cluster first debuted, and it was it was mind boggling, right? Just you know, four steps and set it up, and it's included in Purity, and contrasting to you know pages and pages of manuals, and and generally other charges or fees from our competition. And, and, and we've seen great adoption of that. And then a couple of years later, active DR. And of course, we've always had great asynchronous replication technologies. From your standpoint as, as a marketeer and with the team, what does having such a powerful portfolio around replication do for you? I mean, it's incredible. I, I have the widest range of data protection availability features built into the platform, right? You have snapshots for local protection, you have replication for disaster recovery, you have cloud integration for like data archive, you have active cluster for business continuity, and then active DR for business resiliency. I mean, it's, it's, it's just an incredible menu of protection features that are available to any customer. 
Yeah. Yeah. I always kind of positioned as sort of an end to end spectrum. And of course it makes the people on our teams that do data protection a little more challenging because there's so much, but you know, I would certainly rather have overlap in a portfolio than to have gaps Right? gaps are never, are never very fun. And yet we, we're doing some things with this new release to improve. There's always feedback from customers and, and our engineers are always focused on improvements in the replication technology. So talk about what, what we've done there relative to performance, to scale, a little bit more granularity, I think. Just, just how would you summarize some of those improvements? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest, thing, the biggest thing is now we've got ActiveDR for file services, right? Uh -huh. You've got, you know, ActiveDR marries active cluster simplicity um, that customers just love, right? With the flexibility of continuous asynchronous uh, replication. I'm struggling to get those words out today on a Monday. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, you know, and now we've now extended that to the ActiveDR um, uh, file services capability. So native file service replication um, is available to all customers uh, within that. Um, and as you say, like, so now we've got simplified replication for unified blocks and file. Um, uh, further granularity in, in both those areas, um, significant performance upgrades across uh, both um, you know, cloud and um, local replication. Um, it, all the areas that I think that customers want us to continue invest in, how do I ensure that I can reduce RPO and RTO you know, significantly in my organization with sort of this continuous auto sync that we have uh, you know, to our, our replicated um, destination? Yeah. And it's really about choice here, right? Is, is, you know, the, the fact that we provide those options and I love that you added in, you know, snapshots and some of the other, some of the other things we'll talk about one of those in a moment too, as another improvement area, it's really just about going out and meeting the, the users, you know, where they have their business requirements. Maybe their non-prod data does not need the absolute highest disaster mm -hmm. recovery or business continuity type of solution. Great. We've got something for you and guess what? It's, still all included, you know, in the purity software suite, which is great. But then also you have those mission critical database. And again, I'll, I'll dovetail back to, you know, not that we're not as much in the commercial SMB space like we used to, but also when you get into the enterprise and they've got these mission critical Oracle databases that increasingly we hope to see running on Excel. Uh, these are the things where a, a true sync rep solution like Active Cluster that's easy to run comes into play where we're protecting, yeah. you know, the mission critical data. Uh, exactly. You know, and we've now just rounded our services out. You know, and uh, I think that's, again, our customers just want that. You know, our customers say, hey, I want that same capability for uh, for block that I have for file. It's like, okay, let's round that, round that out to ensure that our customers can use, again, single, you know, a single source of arrays, a single source of management, a single, single experience for all that type of protection capability based on the, the importance of the application and data. Yeah, for sure. And while we're on the subject of protecting, let's go into one of the one of the final things I wanted you to chime in on is safe mode, right? Mm. So great feature, and we've covered it on the podcast here and in other forums, right? At at uh, at length, but you know, mitigation, protecting those snapshots, immutability capabilities. But we've always had it, Michael, as as something that needed to be turned on, right? So the customer needed to contact support and flip it on. And um, so, so what, what's the big news here? What's the change? Yeah. Well, I mean, I come from a world where 
secure by default was the mantra. Right. And, uh, you know, and I think that's a mantra for us all. And the concept is that by definition, everything we should do should be secure. And then as a customer, I get to choose how I turn things off. Like if I've got some data that I don't exactly need 100% protected, I should have the ability to go, all right, well, I, no, I, th- that, that's you know, throwaway data or non, non-important tier data or something like that. Um, I should have that customer ability to be able to, to, uh, to do things. So we wanted to provide that same capability into our safe mode, um, uh, safe mode technology. So we've introduced a new technology called safe mode auto on, and it's exactly the way it sounds. Um, we did a lot of name test on this one. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> It ensures that your data is automatically added to a recommended protection policy. So admins don't need to do anything. You don't need to call anybody. So all this new data, as you apply that to the array, automatically gets protected by safe mode. And then and, you know, at a very granular level, you've got you know, the ability to opt out per object at creation time. So you can actually go out and say, all right, well, this folder doesn't need the safe mode protection because this data is non-critical or I have it backed up here. So, you know, if, if I were ransomware attacked, it's data that I, you know, wouldn't deem as critical that I needed up and running to, uh, for my business. So again, this just provides that, you know, extra set of insurance. I mean, insurance is, you know, one of those things that, uh, that when we need it, we're glad it's there. And I think um, Safe Mode Auto One just provides that, that, you know, strong sense of that warm bowl of custard straight out of the box, right? And uh, yeah, I think our customers will love it. Every time I talk to partners about it, they, they love this idea of um, Auto One and helping their customers be protected on day one. Well, and it kind of solves that tree falling in a forest thing, right? I mean, b- b- before this, it was there, but somebody kind of had to know it was there and, and then know what to do to, to go turn it on. And I think we're just following a, a long, well-tested and true model around operating system upgrades, right? I mean, I go back to my old Solaris days at Sun and new features would come out and, and there were things, particularly in security, that were just on by default, we gave you the flexibility to go off and, and turn them off if they were less critical. But hey, if there's no performance penalty and you get that added protection, then why not go ahead and use it? And I think that the same thing is here, but now also with what you mentioned with, with a lot more control, right? The ability mm-hmm. to yeah. use it or not use it, depending on you know what your protection and mitigation strategies are for, for whatever type of data it is. Oh, exactly. You know, and yeah, customers that go ask me, well, then how do I think about capacity and hmm. and, um, and areas like that? Um, and, you know, and I think it, it gives customers and partners a great opportunity to start thinking about that. I mean, we have a wonderful product that partners X with our C range that's built for this exact reason. I mean, secondary data is the love child of uh, our C range. So, you know, the concept here is that, you know, we have... Um, you know, the strongest um, set of application, um, you know, supporting arrays in the market, you can then marry that up with C and then provide it. And then with, uh, with our new safe mode and auto on provide a, you know, immutable ransomware protection capability for organizations. So you don't have to pay those ransoms again. I mean, that's, that's, that's what we all want, right? Yeah, it's, it, it is. It is. And it's funny you mentioned the, you know, the, the, the non-prod or the tier two data, because that was one of those things when we were mm-hmm. at the partner event earlier in the week, right? I mean, it's kind of a, it's not a hidden little secret, but it's not so overt, which is that every one of those production databases that somebody's running has 
at least two or three times the amount of data that's created in non-prod as in, oh, yeah. as in snaps to support copy clone and refresh and, and the marriage of, of, of XL and X plus, you know, C as a petabyte scale for the non-prod is just a, just a fantastic solution. And we see that Michael more and more is that realization that you can hit the prod and the non-prod with, with the same product, same operating system. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And that protection that oh, safe really provides. Absolutely. Awesome. Anything I missed on that? I mean, I'm going through my show notes for this and I think we touched on the main things, but sometimes I miss stuff, you know, a lot of information out there, anything relative to six, three that you wanted to highlight that I didn't quite bring out. No, I think, uh, I think you've, you, we've, we've, we've really hammered on it really well. There's a couple of other not nice things as well. I mean, we yeah. have uh, a 64 gigabit um, fiber channel support for flash ray Excel. Which okay. is awesome. I mean, any more capability for Excel makes uh, makes everybody happy, including um, you know the the vast amount of customers that have have, uh, have adopted Excel since launch in in November, which is which has been amazing. Um, we have four port A um, AC and FC, and um, the last one is the uh, C sixty capacity expansion. So uh, there's some, also some some new things in there as well. That's uh, that are built upon that uh, replication, native file replication, our safe mode auto on, and the uh, self-service upgrades that uh, 6.3 uh, is primarily supporting. Now, and another great example, right? I mean, we talked about the, the really fun and new shiny things that, that add value in the sophomore suite, but guess what? When we add new feature capabilities into the hardware, we also need to make sure the storage software reflects that and <laughs> takes those on, right? So exactly. I'm really glad you mentioned that. I mean, that's part of the engineering challenge too, is, you know, we new protocols or other things, well, and, capacity, right? The great thing is we're learning, like mm. as we release this Excel, because Excel is such a different architecture change for us. You know, we, we re, redevelop the entire architecture of Excel to be able to support that high performance. As we built through that process, all that learnings um, that we have, we're now bringing back into sort of the Excel series, like that concept of four ports, um, you know, where we're expanding the bandwidth support for our, um, you know, AC and FC setup to match the, the same level performance of the Excel series is a great example of technology and, and education that we've learned through development of Excel now bringing down into uh um, into our series, the expanding the max capacity that can be configured on C60, exactly the same um, experience there that uh, we've learned from developing sort of high-scale um, systems. And that will just continue just to uh, uh, benefit um, us as we move forward when we start, you know, really thinking about some of that, how we uh, really take, um, take on that architecture and push it to the limit. Well, it's a super exciting time and, and I appreciate you coming on and carving out a little time and your busy, busy schedule. I, th I think we're going to release this episode after we announce. So why don't you tell folks, you know, how and when this becomes available and maybe any recommendations for adoption, as we know with, you know, as people that use mobile phones, some of us jump right into the latest release and some are a little <laughs> more risk averse, but what's, what's your take on that? And what are some of the key tactical things relative to, you know, dates and availability and, and where to find it? So it'll be officially available on the 14th of April. So, uh, you know, any customer can be able to um, um, access it and upgrade it then. So the concept here is use your pure one to do all the pre-configuration and pre-recommendations to ensure your systems are ready, are ready for it. And they'll give you all the information you needed about how to get ready. Um, and then uh, you've got some, some of those choices uh, with uh, 
with your upgrade, either contacting pure support to be able to, to help you through it or, you know, relying on yourself or, or um, doing it with a partner. We're training our partners up with this as well. So if you've got a uh, beloved partner out there that uh, works with you on your pure infrastructure, absolutely get in touch with them because they would love to help you out with those upgrades. This is a strong release for us. You know, it's a strong, well-tested um, release. So, you know, I'd love our customers to, to look at upgrading for this on day one, even just to get the, the support of the new native file replication. Um, uh, the performance characteristics are out there and the safeguard auto on, uh, yep. safeguard mode auto on, I think is uh, uh, just beneficial just to upgrade to the 6.3 platform without all the other fixes that, uh, that are within the FAQs. Yeah, that's a great reason right there at the end, just to, to improve your security footprint um, for sure with that update. And maybe, I'll, I guess, final thing to plug, because we are in that time window, is we've got an Accelerate, a Pure Accelerate Tech Fest event coming mm-hmm. uh, in June, June timeframe. That's as granular as I'm willing to go right now and no location, but I am hopeful that we will get somebody on your team or maybe somebody in the engineering or PM team to come and talk about this in a little bit more detail, Accelerate. I think that would be a great session. Oh, I think so. It's going to be great. Um, another thing that's on the horizon for us would be Fusion's Ready. Ah, nice, nice, nice. So yeah. what's the, talk, talk about that a little bit more just to give people kind of uh, dangle something in front of them here. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we've announced Fusion lots of times, actually. We, uh, you know, we did our first unveil of it in um, October last year, and we went a lot deeper in November and showed a lot of the API set. You know, and our customers are saying, "Hey, when can they get their hands on it? When can they? Uh, when they? When can they actually start us- utilizing this production?" And we are just around the corner of GA of Fusion, which is super exciting to actually get it get it out there into our customer set. So I would be on the lookout over the next couple of weeks um, for um, an announcement for an event that's going to come out, which we call Pure Dev. And this uh, Pure Dev is a really exciting event for us because what it is, is, you know, while we'll continue to, to support, um, you know, all the investments we do around our storage admins and our storage organizations when we GA new products. So, you know, anyone who's in the storage organization, you can absolutely expect to be able to access all the training material information that you need, especially around Fusion. Now, Fusion provides a phenomenal provider model for, you um, you know, primarily built through APIs that are t- is targeting, you know, the DevOps, the infrastructure developers, even some of the applications developers uh, would find it interesting, but really targeting that, that infrastructure developer, the sort of the DevOps perspective. So what we wanted to do in conjunction for GAing um, Fusion, we wanted to actually provide a dedicated event, you know, um, a, a very special series of, of topics focused on how do you make the most out of a control back plane that that fusion is in your devops environment how do you start building those storage clouds and and integrate that into your infrastructure as code capability so this is super exciting for us because you know i know developers have been in, um, involved with us around an api perspective around pure code this takes it one step further even a dozen steps further and provides them now the capability to build a fully you know, storage cloud operating system anywhere that they want. Um, And uh, we want to spend that day with them showcasing how they do it, why they do it, really go deep into the API set while we're also um, uh, providing the same capability to our storage admins around the the provider model, building that 
cloud backend for Fusion. So it's going to be super, super um, exciting. As I said, like it's just around the corner. By the time this comes out, you should you should have heard about Pure Dev or just about to hear about it. So it shows you how close we are to uh, both that event and the release of this Fusion product. Super excited. And again, I, if you want to go back and hear more about Fusion, and I'll probably be bringing an episode out here in the next month or so, but if you want to go back and hear it and you're anxious, uh, I had the, the wonderful Anthony Ferrario on back in the fall when we first started talking about Fusion into the market. And so go and check out that episode of the Pure Report, and we'll bring you more on Fusion, but it's a really, really Super exciting time, Michael. Thanks for adding that in. I was hoping that you would go there, and uh, and you did. <laughs> I'm not one to be shy. <laughs> you are not. You are not shy. Hey, and thanks for coming on. I, I love having you. Let's let's do it again soon, or maybe come back on and we'll riff on Fusion and more around that Pure Dev event once we get there. I think that would be a really fun one to update anybody on. Everybody on. Absolutely. Always happy to to uh, to talk to your audience and to you, my friend. Awesome. Well, thank you, Michael, for joining the Pure Report today. And thank you, everybody out there for listening to yet another episode. Really excited to bring Purity 6.3 and all the good info behind it out to you. Please share with a friend, share with a colleague, and send us feedback. We take your feedback and bring out content and topics that you want. Uh, PureReport at purestorage.com is the email that will get to me. Would love to hear from you. And we will keep bringing the great guests like Michael on to the program. And with that, we'll wrap for Pure Storage and Michael Lee Worthy. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. <laughs>